Mana Pitch, a magical resource of enormous power and the source of our city's wealth. But something about Mana Pitch City attracted unlikely events known as glitches and improbable people called glitchers. Eventually, almost everyone used the obvious pun in unofficial conversation. Now, a magical scheme to do away with glitches forever has plunged the city into confusion, and reality is even less reliable than before. We present Mana Glitch, city of inconsistent histories. Do try to keep your memories compatible, citizen. Press this button here. Is there a microphone? No, a smart transducer. Okay, whatever. Is it recording? Oh, it's buzzing. Wait. No, okay. Okay, no, I understand now. <clears throat> this is Glen755 for the Managlitch City Underground. When you hear this, it's another open period, and we should be broadcasting by net, info tower, and data scry. We're keeping alive the memory of Managlitch City before. We try to understand what happened to the city after. And right now, we're not in either one. I'm speaking to you courtesy of these little expendable devices made by Nicole and Weber. They're basically small mana gems with some circuitry and a little button. He calls them breadcrumbs. I press the button to start recording, and when I'm done, I just let go of it, and the breadcrumb disappears. Then some technical magic happens. Literally. Nicolin tried to explain, but he lost me pretty quickly with talk about aura thresholds and phimazoric interference. The upshot is, eventually the recording gets out of here and onto the underground servers. Basically, it's a thaumatronic message in a bottle. So, our little group consists of me, Nicolin, Grace, and Thierry. Grace Quarum is one of the researchers who's been working on the mysterious Ether Dominion Pyramid and the Niborite Mana Gems. Thierry Blaze, on the other hand, is one of our city's fabled demon hunters. We put some feelers out, and both of them were eager to join this little exploration. This is the first trip organized by the Searchers, the group Mistress Messier's been working with. She wanted to come along, but the Unchanged still can't enter in decision, so she's just getting copies of these breadcrumbs. Wish you were here, Mistress. Earlier this morning, we stood at the border of an indecision zone. Most of the people around us didn't seem to realize it was even there, unconsciously turning back at the first touch of the dense black mist. But the four of us are darlings. It is Glitcher's strangely untouched by the revision spell that emptied a third of Managlitch City. Not only could we see the Zone of Fog, but we could enter it. And that's what we did. What? Okay, I'm, I'm sending this one off now. Um, back in a bit. Right, it's me again. We have advanced, I don't know, a few blocks maybe? We're having to literally push our way into this fog. You have to make yourself walk into this stuff. If, 
If we stop concentrating, we start getting this powerful urge to turn back. For a bit there, I couldn't talk and walk at the same time. Good thing I wasn't chewing gum. It's hard to see very far, though I can see the rest of my group pretty well as long as they stay close. They're oddly clear in this murk. Anyway, it, we found something. It's like a path where the fog is thinner. Well, relatively. Massive dark shapes loom on either side of us, and person-sized knots of density move past. It's like we're on a city street, in fact. Don't know if this street matches any in Managlitch. I'm a little disoriented. But we're pretty sure we're heading toward the center of the zone, where the city's rune portals were before the spell. And, hey, whoa, Grace, hey, are you all right? Uh, so Grace is okay. She walked through one of the person-sized blobs of fog, and she collapsed vomiting. She says it was an accident, though I kind of wonder if it was a little experiment. Either way, she's sitting up now, but Grace is badly shaken. The fog around us is agitated. There's a lot of movement. I kind of have a bad feeling about this. There are more dark blobs near us now. Holy sir! Look out! Get down! Uh, okay, sir, I hope these breadcrumb things are still working. There was a fight, I guess, a semi-fight. The fog let up just a little, and there was this buzzing noise, and then spells started going off. My wards took most of what hit me, though I do feel a little singed. I did some flame casting of my own, boosted by one of Nicolin's toys. He was unloading with something that was half rune wand, half shotgun. Kiri was swinging her power sword around and seemed to be cutting into... something. And I, um, I'm not really sure what happened to Grace. It got really confused there for a bit. The fog thickened again, and now I'm separated from everyone. It would be the perfect time to chicken out and run back to Managlitch, but no, I, I have to find the others. Also, I have no circling idea which way is back. All directions now have the same get-out-of-here feeling. I am completely lost, and I have no idea how to find anyone. It's all just damn black fog. Sir. Hi there. I am Nobilis Reed, the creator and host of the Nobilis Erotica podcast. And I'd like you to listen to my show. Uh, just me telling you that might not be very convincing. So I got a few of my friends to record some reasons why you should listen to the Nobilis Erotica podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts on my morning commute, but I had to stop listening to Nobilis Erotica while driving because it was so good. I mean, too good, actually. I got so turned on, I nearly crashed into a construction site. But I just can't listen to it because you're not supposed to giggle so much when working at the morgue. 
Uh, uh, okay. Um, all right then. Fine. The Novellus Erotica Podcast. Not safe for work. Even in headphones. Find all the information about subscribing at nobilis.libsyn.com. Well, I don't know why I thought that might work. I tried to call Nicolin on my scry phone. Of course, I have no signal. Or rather, it says searching, and then for like half a second, I have full bars. And then the whole phone resets. And the cycle starts over. So I'm just going to turn off the phone circuit and try to save the battery. There. You've got to be kidding me, phone. I could not possibly give less of a damn whether there's a glitchling nearby. Can't believe I still had the Glitchbuster Go app running right here in the middle of... Um... Wait, what? How is the game picking up a location signal here? And the Glitchbuster map is working. Does it... Can it track? Hang on a minute. Okay, I just did some experimenting. The map in Glitchbuster Go is absolutely tracking my movement. And the streets on the screen seem to match the clearer paths in the fog. I can't read the street labels on the screen, though. I've never seen those symbols in my life. I think. seem a little bit familiar. Okay, there's a resonator stop. I'm going to head for it. Staying out of the middle of the street, I think. Yeah, I'll be right back. Alright, I'm at the resonator stop. I collected one aura scanner, three regular solvers, and two great solvers. But, okay, this is where it gets extra weird. There were a bunch of glitchlings not far from the resonator, yeah, I feel like an idiot, but I solved all the glitchlings. And that cursed black fog got just a bit clearer with each success. Well, clearer isn't quite the right word. It's, it's like things around me begin to resolve, begin to define themselves properly. I can see actual buildings now instead of huge dark blurs. Cohorts, uh, this, this sure is void, ain't Maniglitch. I mean, we have all sorts of buildings, all sorts of architecture, but we don't have buildings like this. You know Aldrak, the immortal blood drinker? It, most planets have this legend. He or she consumes the life force of innocence, is repelled by religious conviction or daylight, lives in the creepiest old castle that your set designers could imagine... Well, some of these buildings look like Aldrak's castle with the creepy turned up past double maximum. The building material glistens horribly. And in, probably it's just all the distortion, but I could swear one or two of them are breathing at me. Oh, Hertz, I wish you were here. I wish anyone was here. 
I can't find my friends. I'm in a city far more alien than anyone in the 41 worlds has ever built, and I'm not even sure how the void I'm going to get home. The person-sized blobs haven't got much clearer, but I swear some of them are looking at me. And to top it all off, the only guide I've got right now is a cert-begotten video game. Ah! Um, I hope that last breadcrumb went through. I didn't so much drop it as throw it. All right, I'm moving quickly now, hard as it is. I have no idea where I'm going, but I'm sure now that the person-sized blobs are the inhabitants of this city. I think they can see me a bit, or sense me, or something. They are moving swiftly out of my way, which I don't mind a bit. I don't need a vomiting episode like Grace's. Ah, oh, Void, I hope she's okay. But yeah, they can kind of see me, and I'm getting a slightly clearer idea of them. I mean, I think I am. They're not shaped right. I wish I could say I was more surprised. Not human-shaped, or and not like any other sentient I've met or read about, either. But I still can't get a clear idea what I'm looking at. To be honest, that kind of suits me. I think I prefer the generic foggy blobs, especially considering their taste in urban design. I'm not solving glitchlings, but still it seems like the air and my sight are getting clearer. I've still got the game open, and I'm still following the map like I know where I'm going or something. Maybe just keeping the map open is doing something. It doesn't seem to be draining my battery, which is confusing, but nice. Okay, alright, let's see. Plan A. If it keeps getting clearer, see if my phone circuit starts working, and try to contact the team. Plan B. If I do find my way out of this indecision zone, come back with every damn darling I can find who's a high-level glitchbuster. Yeah, I really just said that, didn't I? Well, if Plan C involves going crazy, at least the decor around here fits the occasion. I mean, sure, back home the architecture includes buildings shaped like floating upside-down pyramids, but the buildings here just don't work right in my head. When I look at them, I can't focus. Like, I can't tell if the corner over there on that one is concave or convex. It keeps flipping back and forth in my head and is inducing a bit of nausea. I... <sighs> okay, it's dead. It has to be dead. Make the recording, Glenn. The, the recording, it's important. Keep going. You, you killed it. You killed it. You're all right. I just got in a fight. I won the fight, though I definitely lost a few hit points. Something came at me, and it stood out from everything around it. Clear and sharp, and I really wish it hadn't been. Uh, the thing was... So it was kind of squid-like. 
Except the eyes. The eyes stuck out on stalks. Some kind of shell segments protecting them. It had a large triangular body wearing some sort of clothing or protective covering. No head, but it did seem to have a mouth. Instead of lips, the thing had overlapping serrated plates buzzing together to make noises I guess maybe we're talking. I don't know. <sighs> Around this corner. I don't want it to get any clearer. I want it darker. I want to hide, and I want to rest. I don't want to think about that thing. And I can't stop. It walked on some jointed tentacles, and it held things and more of them. Some sort of instrument. I saw a kind of a ridged wand and a circling power sword. Yeah, that's right. I mean, not a perfect copy of one like I've seen Artema or Terry carry, but it wasn't different enough. It was too familiar. But this bizarre creature was holding it and swinging it at me just like any other being would. Void, it was just wrong. It it's like you came home and your hat rack was driving off in a new air car. Well, no, actually, weirder things than that have happened in Managlitch. I mean, it was wrong because it wasn't wrong. I, I mean, this thing handled a sword as well as anyone I've ever seen. Too well. But I think my bleeding's almost stopped. I gave better than I got. Barely. I can't even be sure I didn't just stun the thing, but I held that lightning spell on it until I smelled something burning. Yeah, okay, I, I do not want to think of that smell right now. Okay, alright, this is good. Nice, narrow alley. I can see both ends. None of the creatures nearby that I can perceive. Just gonna make myself nice and small against the wall here. Catch my breath. Check that wound. Gonna be okay. Gonna be okay. Just need a few minutes to get myself together. Half an hour, maybe. I've got this. Yes, I've got this. What? No, no, stay away. Cat folk? Cat folk here in indecision? What, what are you... No. No, no, I'm no threat to you. No, I'm from Managlitch. Stay away, stay... There are no further breadcrumb messages in system memory. The voice of Managlitch City Underground today was Michael O'Brien as Glenn755. Maya Karlovna voiced Princess Swiftstorm as our narrator. Episode 24, Black Fog, was written by Michael O'Brien and script edited by Maya Karlovna. Our theme music is Crime of the Century by Consortium 499 on the web at ReverbNation.com slash Consortium 499. All other content is copyright 2015 to 2016, Glitch City Media. Visit our website at Managlitch.com for more information about the city and links to our podcast archives. If you have questions about the world of Managlitch City, email them to glen755 at managlitch.com or leave them as comments on our website, and we may use them in a future episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a positive review on iTunes. It helps a lot.